டேய் மச்சி இன்ட்ரோ போடுறா ஒன்ஸ்டிங் <laughs> Uh what are we talking about today Josh so, something lighter something lighter I think we're just going to talk about language here and just, just I think all the different facets that like facets you're not speaking your colonizer's language properly boy I don't know just just all these different aspects of language that we are sort of talking about and sort of you know blended into each other so it's you know um I guess first off we just start with English Yeah man. Yeah. So I guess I guess we have, we we also had to give a bit of context as to why we came to this, right? So we we spoke about this last week in, in um about a bunch of Facebook posts speaking about um canceling singlish of some sorts. And we were like, do I really want to cancel singlish? I mean, I'm not going to bother going into the posts and the whole drama that unfolded with it, but uh, but but let's just talk about that, right? Let's talk about singlish, man. Okay. What is singlish to you? Singlish to me. Ah oh man, why do you put me on the spot like that? Singlish to me. Cuz you cuz you're checking your phone and you are not, you know, not in the <laughs> So no no look. Um Singlish let's, let's backtrack a little bit. So Singlish is like colloquial sort of um English, I guess that we speak in Singapore. Mm. You know, so with all these little las and as and all these other words that we sort of smatter in between. Yeah. So um the the nice version would be like yep okay it's it's this mishmash of um you know all our sort of languages and i think there was this thing where it's like okay look it's a very um it's part of our singaporean identity so you know i was a sort of i came across this a while ago and that's actually why i was distracted mm-hmm. um so this this sentence that really sort of um i think expresses what singlish is Mm. So the sentence would be I'm going to read it out to you Spence you, you mm. let me know if you know what I'm trying to say day woman pakto always makan at kopitiam one Okay what does that mean We always we always hang out at a kopitiam Okay so day is like Tamil for hey right that's what we say what, right day 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 is Tamil for calling out a guy Yeah, calling a guy, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, but but we use it like colloquially is like hey, right? Like amongst amongst guys lah, amongst guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Among, amongst guys. Okay, so mm. woman is is Mandarin for for we. We all, right? Something. Yeah, we all. Yeah, we all. Mm. Pakto is Cantonese for like dating. Mm. If I'm not wrong. Then always is English, mm. right? Makan is is eat in mm. Malay. Mm. Um again at is English. Okay, kopitiam. The word kopitiam is actually a combination of um kopi in Malay, so coffee. Tiam I think it's like shop. Mm. Right? And then one is just like a like a la, like a sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So okay, they woman pakto always makan at kopitiam one. I guess that would sort of give you an example of what Singlish is. you know in terms mm. of like if we said it here most people would understand it but also look at the sentence right this is very skewed towards mandarin 
and like the, yeah. and the dialects because like woman like okay I guess if you grew up in Singapore even if you didn't take Chinese like you didn't take Mandarin but you sort of know what woman is right like you know woman yeah, is yeah, me yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know but pakto you know not everyone knows what pakto is like pakto mm. is like dating mm. you know um so it it is like if you look at the you look at the language it is more skewed towards Mandarin. Mm. So for me, what is English? I would say yep, it's the colloquial English that we use. Mm. Um, but going back to the thing where, or oh, should we cancel Singlish or not? You know, is it like part of our Singaporean identity? I don't know. I say no, man. Like I don't think it's part of our Singaporean identity. Mm. In the fact that while we do speak it locally, mm. is is it actually representative of like all the races? I don't think so, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. And that's that's the thing that I was a bit um, iffy about uh, when I read it, right? Because, okay, I'm not one to sort of want to cancel things, you know, but, but I feel like I, I, I agree to not cancel Singlish, but like, I, can, I... Cancel Siashe, like, that needs to be cancelled. Like. We don't cancel a lot of stuff, like, just her. <laughs> that was the only blessing that happened. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, fuck it, like, that's an unfortunate situation for her. But... Yeah. But cancelling Singlish, I think, is a bit much because it is something that, you know, um, the Chinese majority use quite a bit. Uh, and and, yeah. and we shouldn't, like, sort of impose, you know, like, hey, you know what? If you don't speak good English, just don't speak it. Well, well honestly, English is a borrowed language. It was created with a whole bunch of other languages. It's not the... It's, it's not... Um, uh, a unique thing it's just yeah a lot of people don't realize like i'm yeah. learning spanish now and i'm looking at the words and i'm like fuck these like the english stole a whole bunch of words from the spanish you know from <laughs> yeah. the germans from, they just yeah, stole you know. a lot yeah and and they created this language and they were like oh it's our language and this mm. is how you will pronounce it from now on and yeah. it's just like it's tough because you see you colonize a whole bunch of fucking people and then you expect them to speak like you. It's nearly impossible. You you tell them that English is a superior language. As such, mm. Mandarin or whatever dialect, your Hokkien, Cantonese, or Tamil, Hindi, or whatever, is just beneath the English language. So pronounce it right. So when you say cancel Singlish, you're trying to say, mm. I love you, my white colonizer. <laughs> I only okay, want okay. you in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but but is it okay? Is it? I think the question that bugs us both is that when someone says this is the Singaporean identity, but is it though? Yeah, is it though? Okay, if we okay, we look at it. Um, if we look at it from that standpoint, right? Um, okay, if we cancel Singaporean uh, Singlish, it's like we're denying um, Singaporean culture. Okay, the question is, is it Singaporean culture? I say no. Mm. The short answer is no because look. If you break down the, the 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 language itself, like I think, um, the it's it's very heavily leaning towards the Chinese. Mm. There's a lot of dialect in there. There's a lot of Mandarin in there. There might be like a couple of words in there that are Malay that are borrowed from the Malay language, that are bor- borrowed from um you know um the Indian language, and even with like from you know words that you borrow from the Indian language, most of it is taken from Tamil. Mm-hmm. You know, there's what about Hindi? You know, what about mm-hmm. Urdu? Mm. Um, you know, these are also languages that are spoken within the um, the uh, Indian community in Singapore. So, mm. for me, it's like um, it's not representative of all the cultures in Singapore. It is yeah. representative of how maybe the common man in Singapore might speak. Mm. Um, but even in that, the variation is that again, you know, it's more heavily slanted to the Chinese because a lot of the the accents and the pronunciations are very. Uh, uh, very Chinese, ah. Uh. 
Yeah, and also the way the, the sentence is structured, right? It feels mm. like a direct translation of a Chinese phrase. Like if mm. you if you were taking a Chinese sentence of saying... Yeah, like, you're actually right, you're actually right. It seems yeah. like that because it'd be like... Um, yeah, it looks like that sentence would be as if they translated it from like a Chinese yeah, sentence. Yeah, like word for word, you know, fit, when, you, yeah. when you translate it, right? And you try yeah. to, to, you know, make it sound unique by including a bit of Malay... And a bit of Tamil in there. But honestly, the Malay and the Tamil doesn't take up, doesn't take the main part of the sentence, with, which is the paktor, right? Which is a yeah. dialect word, yeah. which is the main, which is the main, um, what do you call it? The main content of the whole sentence. Yeah. And, and that's why, that's why I've always have, I've been a bit iffy about, about, about saying that Singlish is an identity of a Singaporean. And, and I guess also in my sense, in like when I speak, my, yeah. my version of English yeah. is very different. Okay, I'm a Singaporean Indian and my mm. version of English is very different from a Chinese Singaporean version of English. And the Singlish that is sort of recognized, you know, they have come up with books, la, they have come up with all mm. kinds of nonsense with this. It's just, it's very skewed towards how the Chinese majority would speak English in Singapore. So mm. to say that it is a Singaporean identity, mm, could be a bit contentious, lah. But I can know? see why, like the Singaporean Chinese would would um would latch on to that as that being very unique to Singapore. Because if you look at it from a Chinese perspective, right, mm. um, I I would say because if you go to China, you never get a smattering or a sentence like that where you mix Mandarin with Cantonese and Hokkien. Mm. So maybe there's that strong feeling because they're like. You you can't get this mix anywhere else. You know what mm, I mean. Mm, mm, mm. So and and again, you know, having them smatter in you know the words like you know Indian words and Malay words again, it it shows them sort of, um, I would say appropriating you know some of the words that they've learned from other cultures into yeah. their into their language. So into that language, including English. Yeah. So, it would be maybe for like you know Singaporean Chinese like they they might they might potentially I don't know I I I don't claim to speak for them but maybe that's the reason why there's that 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 strong bond to it. I guess mm. I you and I don't feel such a strong bond to it, um, because we've always you know I think prided ourselves in wanting to speak English properly. That or, could be or, it, yeah. Or you know learning the language the way it is. Mm. Um, but also growing up having spoken Mandarin, I can see the value in it. Like, you know, mm. as in like, if I were to smatter all these words together, it's such a, it's such a unique thing, right? Like, yeah. Like to be able to put all these dialects in. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess we can, yeah, going back again. It's not, is it representative of Singapore as a whole? i probably say not. Is it mm. repre- representative of the Singaporean Chinese? Definitely. Yeah. You know, should we g- cancel mm. it? Mm. You know, should we cancel it? That's that's the other question, right? Like, should we cancel it? Because I think that was that the main question. Like, should we cancel it? I don't think we should cancel it because I feel like as long as you're able to effectively communicate and not ostracize people, mm. that's fine. Yeah. But people do feel ostracized sometimes. Yeah. So I think I think also let's let's playing off that that idea that you proposed earlier, right? Like how the Chinese yeah. people feel a sense of um, uh, belonging or other. Um, a sense of attachment to this this concept of singlish, yeah. probably also because you know they don't the Chinese the Singaporean Chinese don't um, don't connect with the the mainland Chinese, 
So they, they are very different in that sense because yeah. in Singapore, you had so many, we had so many dialects and so many people trying to work together in the same space. Can you, let's just imagine, right? Mm. You have Cantonese, Hokkien, Teochew and, and Hakka and I'm not sure, like a couple more, right? And, yeah, yeah. And they're all in like, let's just say when the British segregated everyone, they put everybody in Chinatown and mm. CBD area and you have to sort of work with each other. Yeah. So, I'm just trying to imagine, right? Like this, say this Chinese merchant. Mm. Let's say he he's a, a, a Hakka guy, okay, mm. and he's running a business. He needs to talk to a Hokkien coolie worker, and <laughs> who doesn't fucking understand him, yeah. <laughs> and, and like he has to also you know communicate with potentially a Malay uh, trader in the mm. in, in the mainland, and like, it's like there's all these shits going on, right? So I'm guessing somewhere along the lines. They must have, you know, um, uh, created this 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 ease of communication by by combining a bunch of languages, lah. You know, mm. and and I think I, I told you about this as well. I I can sort of see why Tamil or the Indian languages were not added to it. There are two there are two reasons to why I feel they might not have been added to that. Mm. Um, but before we go to that, I also want to explain how English words was, um, uh, you know sort of construed to to fit uh, uh, ease of communication better. Like, for example, the word gostan. Hmm. Do you know this? You know, you yeah, know yeah, gostan. Yeah, gostan, gostan. Come on, remind me. Like, I know what it means like conceptually, but... Yeah, like, so gostan means... Pre- come, come, reverse, reverse. You know, if you ah, see... Yeah, yeah. If you see like the lorry, people, like, especially people use like uh, in logistics or do lorry, hey, gostan, gostan. Means hmm. take it back, take it back. You know? So I always thought it was a Malay word for a long freaking time, man. I thought, yeah, it was I, a, thought it was I, Malay word as well. I thought it was a Malay word as well. And everybody bloody uses it, right? But yeah, actually, yeah. it means go stern. Ah, Go right. stern. So it's a shipping turn. Yes. Yeah. So go stern was a command that obviously means that the ship has to come backwards. I think. I'm not sure. I'm not a ship, right? So I wouldn't know. Mm. But what happened is that they, they probably, the people on the port, the, 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 the workers the local workers or the, the Chinese or the Indian workers or the Malay workers that were working at the port hmm. used to hear this in the British when they say Gostern, Gostern, they probably couldn't pronounce it. I, hmm. I read this somewhere, this, that, that, that this the, is the connection to it. The, the etymology was like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. There were a few things like that as well, weren't there? Yeah, yeah. there were. So, so there are the many things that we have in, in Singlish that hmm. were construed from the different languages. So I can, I can sort of understand why hmm. we, we have this. Why we have sort of created? It is true. It is a. It's. It is uniquely Singaporean only because of the number of dialects and the number of uh, English words and the number of Malay words that are involved in it. But it leaves us, the Indians, out in some sense. You see, day mm-hmm. is not a word, bro. Bro, day is not a word. <laughs> day is not. A okay. Okay. Word. Sorry, well, I didn't take Tamil. So no, I no, 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 no. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm not. I'm not. Tell, I'm not. I'm not pointing you out. But like, but like, day is not a. It's not a. There's no content to that, you know. It's like, it's hey, like bro. A sound, it's, it's like, like hey, a bro. Sound. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a sound. It's day means like, hey, bro. But when we say day, what are you doing? It's like, mm. hey, bro, what are you doing? You know mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So okay. the day has a lot of intonations as well, lah. How yeah, you yeah, say, and the day, day, day. Different you know, like there's a lot. I saw, I saw that meme, man. That meme was so good. <laughs> day, but, day, day, day. Yeah. day. <laughs> You know, so you can yeah. you can use it in a lot of ways, right? And that yeah. is okay. That's also very unique to Eastern languages. Mm. It is very unique to some. The, the English language doesn't have a lot of this 
Mm. You, you know, so we as Asians, and this is just this just goes all around the world, uh, you know, wherever okay. they colonized, we all try to sort of like construe the words in a way that it makes sense to us locally, yeah, locally. And I don't, and I, that's the reason why I don't think you should cancel Singlish. But to say that is it the identity of Singaporeans? I don't think it is all encompassing. And I was really wondering about this, right? Why, why were there no? Um, Indian languages involved, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw, we know there are videos going online right now talking about this auntie, this Indian auntie that can speak Hokkien damn fluently. And yeah, uh, yeah. obviously, you know, NDP is around the corner, so they'll do all this to like, hey, look, you see, the minority can speak the majority language. No, <laughs> why are you not languages? Uh, you see, you should be like your fellow minority people picking up a majority language. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this fuck all will happen but anyway <laughs> but this thing is quite common right like we yeah. spoke about it earlier as well you know like how our grandparents uh, like my grandma my grandma can speak Malay very fluently yeah and my grandma can speak Malay fluently as yeah, well and then my grandfather could speak Cantonese man it does my head in yeah right? it's crazy and yeah. and um, and uh, I know a lot of Sikh people who can speak uh, Cantonese and Hokkien like damn fluently I know a lot of them who can do that like yeah, older yeah, generation, yeah. I'm not talking about uh, maybe maybe not our age group, um, yeah. but older than us, just one generation before. Like my my stepdad can speak um, Cantonese and Hokkien fluently. Yeah. So that's really interesting, right? So, mm. but the same doesn't happen with the with the Chinese people. Okay, so, like I cannot say it doesn't happen. Like there's some flurs, okay, there's some uh, couple of Chinese uncles here and there. That can okay, like couple, Tamil, like couple from uh, nowhere, you know. Okay. Maybe they grew up in a in a in a sort of like. A, Maybe Indian kampung and stuff like that. Mm, you know, but that's, that's interesting. You know, like back in the day, like I remember my my um, my grandfather had a lot of uh, uh, like certain like mannerisms. You know, like very Chinese mannerisms. Like he could he could dish her like a prawn completely <laughs> in his mouth. You know, without having to touch the prawn at all. You yeah, know, what yeah, I mean, yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah, Indians yeah. we like to use our hands, right? We peel yeah. peel the prawn. You yeah. know, this fellow can put the whole prawn in his mouth and then just dish her the thing. You know, so he, but he wasn't born in Singapore. He moved here when he was a teenager. Right. And, um, you know, it's, it's funny because, again, uh, I know I'm taking a bit of a segue um, in terms of multiculturalism and all that stuff, right? But the races were already mixing because he grew up in like a predominantly Chinese kampung. Mm. And then my grandmother grew, like not say grew up, but they were staying in a predominantly Malay kampung. You mm. know, and there, you know, like uh, like you'd have Chinese that can speak Malay, Indians that can speak Malay, you know, and then mm. so on and so forth. So it's quite interesting. I wish I could go back to that period of time and see that mishmash and, and really look at the language, you know, like how they, they managed to communicate with each other. Yeah. Because you're right, man, like that diversity, we forget that even from China, China, right? Um, you know, from China, you had all these. Yes, you got Mandarin, which is mm. the overarching thing mm. that you know binds all of them like a common language. But for most of them that came from these specific regions, they only knew how to speak that specific language. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I remember talking like speaking Mandarin to uh, some of the older generation. Like I'm talking about like, our, maybe our grandmother's age, right? And they cannot communicate to me in Mandarin. They only know dialect. Mm-hmm. You know, so within Chinese, there's so much of variation already. Like there's all these dialects that they speak, yeah. and then within that, you know, the 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 Indians as well. You know, you got Tamil and all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's crazy. How how the hell did these people communicate? Ah, huh? yeah. But that's why that's why the 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 the, the common language was the, the binding language was actually more Malay. I feel back you in reckon? the day. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I because we are predominantly. I mean, this is a Malay. Uh, baseland, right? The, it was a Malay baseland, so it's 
it's it's likely that they they used malay to sort of mm. get around more often and mm. and that's why they all sort of you know i mean we all sort of know malay well it's not something that we i mean i don't speak it often but i feel like yeah. if i was to read it right i'll be like oh yeah yeah this is what it means you know it's not it's not difficult but if you give me like a mandarin script even if it's in an english like romanized i would still have a tough time trying to understand the whole thing but it's i'm more likely to understand a malay script than i would to understand a, a mandarin script right mm-hmm. and i don't know maybe maybe um i don't know i don't know what is the what is the issue but I really i always want I, i was wondering about this whole um we see a lot of we see a lot of uh, malay you know malay mm. words to used in this english and mm. and that is that is very nice i guess in some sense because mm. i like how how it really involves but i i still do think it leans very heavily to the chinese people and just and and to a point in which i feel like should it even be called singlish so if i was to mm. cancel anything i would say maybe i would cancel the the term singlish and put up a different term for that you know but mm. uh, but you know i'm not that fucking like mad about these start things but i was mm-hmm. really wondering why don't have Tamil influence or Hindi influence or whatever lah. I mean, mm. you see, like you said, the Chinese had many dialects, right? But they managed mm. to sort of mishmash that shit and then mm. put it into something lah. You know, Mm-mm-mm. obviously there were there were predominantly Hokkien words mm. in in mm. English. If I if correct me if I'm wrong, so I'm guessing more Hokkien people. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it's because of that. Maybe it's just a simple thing where. The language leans towards um, being more Chinese because the majority of the population in Singapore is Chinese, and then fur- going further from that, right? I'm assuming here I might be wrong, right? But mm. maybe the majority of those Chinese that came were also Hokkien, so that's mm. why the language is more skewed towards you know there's more Hokkien words in mm. there. Mm. Maybe, maybe I yeah. don't know. It could be that, right? And that's why we don't see like Hindi, Hindi, you know, Uru yeah. showing up because they are like the real like minority or the minority. Like you, we already the Indians are already the minority, and then you have like these are even further, you know, minorities <laughs> yeah, yeah, within yeah, yeah. that group. You know, I'm also thinking right. Like if we can, I mean, I think there's some value in obviously studying studying this part of history to really mm. understand like. Where they came from and who con- contributed to that? To that, not just the language, right? Because yeah. when we create shortcuts in communication, is because we wanted it to be effective for something. This yeah. is how language is, right? You, you, yeah. you know, the English language created um, uh, like ten other words for one damn meaning because ten yeah. other countries or ten other places that they colonized had versions of explaining that thing. So yeah. they try to incorporate that in the English language. Yeah. Um, and and I I think we kind of did the same thing, right? So this, mm. whenever we create or shorten a word or whatever, we see this now as well when we when we create acronyms. Uh, and in this day and age, there are like a million acronyms. There are there are there there are new lingos, and and in in itself, it is it is a it is a language, right? For you yeah, to get yeah. on. But why do we do that? We do that because we want efficiency of communication. Yeah, yeah. Right. So let's just take it. Yeah, in that sense, and, and, and it's funny because my whole gripe with sorry, it just blew my mind as well. Efficiency of communication, right? Yeah. So we shorten things and we make it more. So I always my gripe with with English was that uh, it's too it was too short, it was too lazy. Mm. But then you see it happening now as well with the English language, like people going savage, you know, or yeah, oh, I'm so woke, like yeah. fuck, man, like. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just dumbing down everything for the sake of being like you know, just shortening everything you know yeah, to like a yeah, single yeah, word yeah, yeah, to express like a whole concept, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. So now now I'm like I'm sort of re looking my 
my distaste for for singlish because fuck actually it was effective lah. In you some know, like sense, people, it was why it gets things pe- done quick. People, right? people understand what you're, you're you're talking about as much as we don't like it because it's lazy and it might not be, you know, it might not be as as polished as mm. um, I guess we we're used to having English be. Mm. At the same time, like fuck, if somebody talks to you in English, like you just understand what the fucker is saying. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Agree. <laughs> you know, like no matter how broken and chaplang, you see now I'm using words, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, chaplang like is a mishmash. Okay, it means yeah. a mishmash. Like you know, no matter how chaplang it is, you still fucking understand it, right? Yeah, and 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 it, and, it, and it's just a, a more efficient way of you of you speaking to the people in your in your area or in your vicinity. So mm. I'm guessing maybe the main contributor to the Singlish language. I'm assuming again. I think it's Hokkien people. And mm. okay, let's just take it. Where did they come from, right? So they yeah. came as coolie workers. A lot of them were coolie workers, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. I think the Hawkins were predominantly the ones who were doing a lot of work at the port. So it just mm. makes sense, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. that they tried because they didn't understand the English language. From, yeah. from, I mean, none of us did until, you know, it took us a long time to learn the mm. English language anyway. And mm. even our, like, our grandparents sometimes don't even speak English at this point. You know, they just, mm. they, they had to learn it. My grandma doesn't speak English language. Like mm. she understands it. She knows a couple of words that she can say and explain and get away with yeah. things. But it's predominantly Malay, Tamil, Malayalam, or whatever other like, uh, dialects they have in yeah. hand. So, uh, I'm guessing, I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to imagine, right? You're working yeah. in a port. A bunch of English guys own the ships. La. So, you're mm-hmm. working at a port, you're, you're, you're the coolie worker or whatever, and you're trying to get there. Hey, Gostan, Gostan, Gostan. You know, you're trying to, you're trying to combine words, and then you have this um, Indian worker next to you, or you have this Malay workers next to you, and you're trying to communicate, you know, and, and, and just be more efficient. And hence, over a long period of time, this has evolved to be what it is today. So mm. it is leaning more towards the Chinese yeah. because of the structure. I know yeah. this for a fact because I, I study Japanese and I kind of, I sometimes see the way the, the structure of the word is placed. It's kind of similar-ish to, yeah, the, yeah. To, to, the, to the way we just, you know, when you direct we translate. Tra- translate shit. Yeah, direct yeah. translates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, in that sense, we know that. Um, I'm also wondering why there was uh, one of the one of the the hypothetical that I have that yeah. why maybe the Tamil language was not incorporated or the, or or an Indian language is not incorporated could be very well because a lot of Indians held um, office jobs and also a lot of Indians were working under the British directly so they were more involved about speaking English than yeah. than I'm, I'm guessing you know a Chinese person would be. Like, yeah. because, you know, Indians were brought in, not in a very nice way, but Indians were brought in. So don't think we were privileged with the British. We were not. But we were brought in, uh, you know, because they colonized India long, uh, you know, much for a much longer period. And mm. they obviously brought them as, as workers and uh, as, as, um, as people to be in service of the British. So I guess we were more occupied with speaking English and, and more occupied with with discussing things with the, the directly with the British than we were with the locals per se. When I mean locals, I mean Malays. I mean the, mm, you know, maybe maybe the Chinese. Maybe we didn't get to interact much with the Chinese people. Mm. Yeah. Well, here again, this is just what I'm just thinking, right? Why yeah. from the very beginning, maybe it didn't it didn't occur to the the the, the, the incidents didn't happen, you know. For it could be, it could be because yeah, they they were um you know the ones that were sort of imported from India along with the British, mm. you know needed to speak English, but I, I'm sure there would be like um you know Indian, 
laborers as well mm. you know um indian laborers as well that that um you know that didn't know how to speak english so you brought up something earlier on Mm. We were like Maybe Tamil was just too difficult Because now that I think about it Tamil is a pretty fucking difficult language Like it doesn't <laughs> sound like It doesn't sound like anything man And then you look at the writing And you're like I look at it and I go to my And I think to myself Thank God I learned Mandarin Because it makes a lot more sense to me mm-hmm. You know To be able to write straight lines and dots Rather mm. than You know Tamil where it's like It's all curly whirly And you know It's everywhere mm. And like it just Man it like how but, you know even but the, the thing the, is the, the, it's also because you you started learning mandarin first right so for you mm. that's hard like for me it's like i i've learned tamil from a very young age so i sort yeah. of know it already yeah. so it's just that right when you're younger you absorb things a lot faster so as you mm. get older you look at it and go like well that's nearly impossible like now when i look at mandarin i look at mm. all the strokes i'm like okay why the fuck is that strokes like the japanese strokes is the easy the, is the furthest i would go Mm. <laughs> you ask me to go to Mandarin I'm like No I'm cool I don't need to have like A slight inflation over there You know Just L- like Literally a- Literally different strokes For different folks I'm sorry I just have to throw that in there Really? Okay <laughs> 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 uh, <again. laughs> But yeah man Dude Yeah so that's Yeah I'm guessing as well right Maybe maybe the Tamil language Is damn hard lah yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was hard. Maybe it was. It was because it is a quick. Like, is it okay? Correct me if I'm wrong, but it is a relatively quick language, right? Quick, as in, as in, like you guys, when 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 you speak Tamil, it's a fast language. Like you're able to, like it's like, it's just fast. Fast as in, like when we speak, like the tempo yeah. of of, of yeah. the of the words. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, if you notice, yeah, Indians tend to speak a little faster. Yeah. Yeah. Probably because we have a lot more letters to a word. I'm guessing. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not very sure about that but and also our pronunciation allows us to go blah, 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 like really quickly mm. so yeah that's the thing so in, yeah. in the language itself it's built in that the pronunciation yeah. allows for that level of speed right yes yeah, yeah. but mm, but it's actually a lot harder because I mm. remember I remember being drilled for a long time trying to get the flexion of my tongue because mm. um, we have like a ra sound Hmm. And that ra sound can sound three different ways. Yeah, okay. Okay, so it could be ra, ra, hmm. ra. So that's, it's it, depending hmm. on the, the way the tongue is um, placed, placed on the back, in, of, your, in back yeah. of your back of your back of your mouth all the way to the front of your teeth. So hmm. in that sense, that's really, really, really hard. But no one obviously, yeah. you know, not a lot of people pronounce it the way it should be pronounced. But we yeah. all understand it in some sense. And, yeah. and I don't, I won't, I don't know. Is it the language that makes us talk very fast? But I'm guessing mm. it is. Mm. Because, I mean, what else? That's the only binding factor that, mm. that all Indians... And also, we have a, a more... Um, we, we roll more with our words. And hence, we yeah. are able to roll to the next word like really quickly, yeah. in some sense. And, and that also gives us the ability to speak English in, mm. in, 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 easily. Because once you have learned Tamil and the way your sounds need to be, yeah. picking up English is not very difficult. It's... It's, it's more straightforward for us mm. because like very difficult is not in itself. Let's just say the word very difficult, right? We'll mm. probably accentuate the R's mm. and the T's much more because we have those similarities like right, ver, okay. va. So we mm. va, we have it already. Ri, mm. ri we have already. So it's not mm. very far. You know, D, D we have already. So it's like, it's not very difficult for us. So I'm guessing in that sense, 
it was easier for the British to sort of get the Indians to speak English than it was to get the the Chinese to speak English. Okay, maybe let me rephrase that. Maybe it was easier for the for the Indians to pick up English because ah, right. a lot of the sounds already existed. Mm. You know, so let's not give them credit for you know what where credit <laughs> is not due, right? Stop putting your colonizers on a pedestal. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's 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 possible. Like, but how is it like? Okay, in your experience, like with Mandarin, right? You learn Mandarin, so yeah. How does that? Is it harder? You think with the sounds of Mandarin, is it harder to catch? Yeah, an English yeah. Word? I, I would think because the language is very, it's light and it's it's a bit more different. You know, mm. um, it would be harder to to get the, um. English pronunciations of stuff, mm. whereas maybe with Tamil it was it's a bit it's a bit easier, mm. you know. And then you look at at Malay, where Malay is, um, yeah. I guess if you if you learn um, English and then you're looking at Malay, all the the pronunciation is pretty straightforward because it's also phonetical, right? Mm. And you don't have those weird inflections, mm-hmm. um, you know, where yeah, like you've got that, you know, mm. um, depending on where you place your 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 tongue on your palate or behind your teeth. Mm. Um, it creates a di- a different sound. So to me, uh, Burmese comes to mind, you mm. know, because Burmese is a very also that language, you know, where and and, and Arabic, mm. you know, where there's a lot of weird inflections and stuff depending on where you place your tongue and how yeah. you emphasize certain um, words. Mm. Um, like I struggled so when I was trying when like my partner was trying to teach me Burmese, right? Um, it was hard because Chinese is very light. It's very light on the tongue, you know. Um, whereas for, for, for Burmese it's a lot more you've got like a um, yeah I, I don't know how to explain it here but basically like what you did where you certain things you have to roll and there's like a more like a heavier emphasis you mm, know mm, mm, mm. so okay in, in saying that right I don't know I've kind of sort of now that I look at it maybe I've changed my original stance maybe Singlish is reflective of Singapore and maybe it's it's reflective of Singapore in the sense that how it skewed towards the Chinese. It just it just had to be the way it was, just because they were the majority at the time, mm. and that you know that made it easier to communicate, you know, and that is just a reflection of the reality. So maybe it does reflect, you know, Singapore. Well, mm. I don't know. That's that's I've I've sort of done a bit of a, a one eighty on it because I'm like. You know, if we talk about language and Singlish being born out of necessity and that necessity to communicate, mm. then it would therefore make sense that um, it had to be skewed towards the majority because they all had to communicate, and you know, it had to be it it had to be one where the majority of people were able to communicate with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and know? I'm guessing here, yeah, obviously, the the Chinese and the Malay lah. You know, yeah. at this point, yeah, you know, and and plus the fact that Tamil is a is not an easy language, mm. you know, uh, to pick up because Malay as well is very light on the tongue, mm. you know. There's not too much rolling going around, mm-hmm. you know. Mm. Whereas with with Tamil, there's a lot more, you know. Um, you, you you're doing very imagine, different yeah. things. I think you know, in terms of trying to, to to inflect the language properly. Yeah, and it's also like the. But this brings me to this word, right? Like you know, it's a derogatory word that mm. that that was thrown around for the longest time. The yep. word klinkia, mm. you know. So I I did a lot of research on that because I just wanted yep. to make sure that um, um, the, the word was originally uh, used because they the the workers or rather the Chinese people who were yep. who were attached to the Indian workers didn't know how to 
call them like what do you call them yeah you know they didn't call him induran because it's mm. it's just it's not correct because they were from different you yeah. know places in india right mm. so kalinga comes from the word kalinga or yeah. rather in tamil it's kalinga nadu which is mm. kalinga is a is a place it's it's an, it's an area in in, in india Okay yeah. so these individuals came from Kalinga Okay and because they came from Kalinga they I'm guessing they they didn't know how to pronounce it lah and mm. kya means guy right kya means yeah, people yeah hokiana yeah kya means people right so when you say mm. uh they couldn't say Kalinga mm. so they obviously combined it with Kalinga Okay so so okay I'll just back up a little bit so Kalinkia is basically um I guess a derogatory term used now. in Singapore yeah. um you know yeah now now yeah, yeah. um in modern day um used in Singapore to de- that that I guess the Chinese or basically anybody would used to describe you know Indians mm. so it's interesting that you you brought up that story because what I remember reading and this was ages ago I don't even know if it was a credible source or it mm. might have been just one of those bro stories that somebody <laughs> told me um which was um apparently when the um when the british brought the indian slaves to singapore they were all chained mm. and kling was the sound of the chains clinking so the metal chains yeah. clink 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 you know yeah. that sort that, that sort of sound the yeah. chain clinking yeah. together and that's why they called them kalinkia because they were they were brought and they were chained up and stuff yeah. like that again i don't know this might be one of those you know like pop- popular myths Yeah yeah but but it's it's a story that I was told as well and mm. and I was told that story for a long time and that's why I was, I would get riled up when someone says the word clanky yeah I would like you would see a lot of Indians like lose their shit like you yeah. like shut the fuck up you know you deserve a smacking for using mm. that mm. but so my my question when I when I first when I first read up about this when I really yeah. looked at it I went like really it cannot be because I don't see so much a history talking about Indian slaves in chains. So I, the story right. I heard is that Indian slaves in chains making roads, and then the Hokkien workers were coolie workers were also there looking at that, and then that was one story lah. The other yeah, okay. story was we all wore the Indian ladies wore anklets. Ah, yeah. So the okay. anklets had that's the sound that. as well. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. also said it was that. I mean, if you describe someone from the anklets in their leg, I'm not so bothered by it, to be honest. And also, true, true. and also, but. It made more sense to me that Kalenkia. Hmm. If I really try and imagine, if I'm a Hokkien person, hmm. Kalenkia, hmm. it's either a sound or it's hmm. a place, hmm. right? Because Kia yeah. means person, right? So you, yeah. this person is this this type of person or from this place. So it made sense because a lot of the workers that were coming, they were coming from Kalinganate, so it's Kaling, Kalenkia. Um, but here's the thing, right? I think the I think the chain story also started to like spill into the majority as well and maybe mm. into in in started to like maybe change the the entire story entirely it could very yeah. well be that it was really that they from Kalinga but yeah. this story was better <laughs> yeah maybe maybe it could have been one of those things right just like a I spoke to a chinese friend of mine and I was like uh what what do you think Kalinga is then mm. he said that his father said that the indians were slaves making the roads and it was the chains that were on their legs and that's why they were called Kalinga So and he's yeah. Chinese. So if within the Chinese this is perpetuated, then I'm going to take it as a derogatory term because then it's wrong. Mm. Even mm. though the origins of the word might not have been wrong. 
or might not have been used with like racist intention. Yeah, you know, it's not like the um in some sense the N word. You know, yeah. it's it's yeah. it's not like that. Yeah, mm. but now it is. It has come to that. You know. It, okay. Yeah. So, but but that's why why I'm saying is that it's, it's an example as to how words are shortened and how mm. how um different languages were taken in and in sort of con- construed or skewed to work. To the benefit of 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 um, the predominant Chinese lah, who, mm. who basically sum up the language of you know this this accent or whatever you want to call this uh, mm. of, of of slang called Singlish. Mm. Um, but I think the one thing that I wanted to sort of you know, the one thing that really irks me is how I reject it. I mm. as much as I'm okay with saying the word la and all that, but. I reject it quite a bit. And and I thought about it because the moment I saw the post, a part of me, if I can be very honest, a part of me agreed, yeah, it should be cancelled. Mm. But a part of me was like, no, everybody deserves a right to their mm. own shit. You know, it's mm. just like, I might not like it, but that doesn't mean that I need to impose that shit on you. You know, mm. um, call me a purist or whatever, but if I'm going to speak a language, I want to speak it right. But what is right? I mean, yeah, the English language is—it's not a language that you can say is right, lah. It's—it's got yeah. a whole bunch of shit that's not even theirs. And even even the fucking English don't speak it properly. Like I've got friends from you know who are from England here, and I at least I, I look at their spelling; it's fucking atrocious. Okay, <laughs> um, they have to come to me and like you know I look at their stuff and I go, how do you not know how to spell this? But that's another story. <laughs> um, but if you hear like you know the Cockney accent and stuff like that, how they speak locally yeah. in you know. Um, throughout like England and you go what the fuck that's not English <laughs> so it's almost like and and see this is where I realised own, my own faulty thinking so my grab with Singlish is it's always like yeah you want to speak it properly you want you uh, so you want to speak English properly you know it has to be prim and proper mm. um, if you're going to communicate it has to have a certain standard but fuck man even the English aren't speaking English properly exactly exactly you know? so so it's it's funny because I look at it and I'm like yeah, like what what is proper? Mm. What is proper anymore? You know. Yeah. The uh, the other thing is, um, I've always had this long standing gripe, right? As to, you know, what we shouldn't be um, perpetuating singlish in like media. You know, we shouldn't mm. be glorifying it. Mm. Um, I think we shouldn't be glorifying it in school still. So mm. like you know how we used to have Mister Kiasu and all that sort of stuff yeah. because I mean if you're in school and you're targeting school age kids, let's teach them how to speak the language properly. Mm-hmm. But I feel maybe for certain media, you know things like Puachukang and all of that, mm. like I I would actually prefer that they spoke in Singlish and they poked fun and you know and stuff like that and contrasted the characters you know with people with other characters that actually spoke proper English yeah. only because art should imitate. You know, like art should imitate life. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 the reality is that yeah, we do sort of speak with a certain degree of Singlish in Singapore. Um, I hate it. I find it very cringe when you see like all those um, um, Singapore serials where they're all trying to speak super perfect English, mm. and then it goes into you know where they are speaking with fake accents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they have a where like when they cannot do it right. And, yeah, they, and, yeah. they, and, and then they, they try to put on the accent as well. Yeah, yeah they, no, that's the thing, right? Like you can speak proper English mm. and still sound Singaporean. Like, mm. like you and I are now speaking in proper English. I, can, yeah. I mean, we, all we have to do now is cut the last that we occasionally drop in this thing. Yeah, and but technically, we still, sound, we still sound uniquely Singaporean because we don't sound like anybody else and we're speaking proper English. Yeah, 
And like, we don't have to like, um, you know, go into an accent to sound in a particular... But I mean, I don't know. what. Why do you go in an accent? I think it's a really interesting thing. Like, I mean, okay, this is, this is going to be a good sort of um, move to this part of, of this um, topic, right? Like, yeah. okay, Singlish. We've covered it. We understand what it is. We know what it is. Yeah, yeah. It, I won't say it's 100% all-encompassing Singaporean identity. But I believe that we shouldn't cancel it. But now, accent... Putting up an accent. Why do we put up an accent? Am I guilty of it? I am. I'm going to be very honest with you. I'm going to be very honest with you. I'm going to say I am guilty of putting up an accent in a couple of social settings. Now, I've done this and I don't know why I do it. And I remember once someone asked me this. It's like, you code switch really well. So I was just like, hmm, why do I do that? Why do mm. I do that? You know, and I ask myself, why do I do that? Do I, in my, in my defense, I think I, 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 I wanted to do that so that was, I would be easily understood so that I didn't have to like repeat myself or explain yeah. myself, you know. Mm. Uh, obviously, I'm talking about when I have to speak to a white person, you know what mm. I mean? Like if I have to speak to a white person, then I'm going to have to make sure that certain words are pronounced in his style so that he would understand it. Or in her style, you know. I don't know why I feel the need to do that. I have not... And maybe this is the best time to sort of dissect it. Dissect mm. why... Why do we put up an accent? See, when I was, when I was working in Waterworld, it was predominantly um, American and Australians. And I realized that over time working over there, I developed this ability to really switch it up. Like, if I was, yeah. to, speak, if I was to speak to an Aussie guy, certain words I would sort of like... You don't know, you know, change it a little bit so it sounds a little bit more Aussie-ish. And I realized mm. that I got really deep into it when, this is the funny story I was going to tell you, when mm. I, you know, we do this thing called pre-show. That means before the show actually starts, we go out in the park and walk and, yeah. and in, in character. And like, okay. and, and I don't know what I said. So now I can't even, I, actually now at this point, I can't do the Aussie accent very well anymore because mm. I don't have them in my environment. I don't have yeah. them in my, my surroundings, so I don't need it. And mm. I remember at that point, I sounded so Aussie. An uh, Indian Aussie dude was like, dude, you from Oz? Like, you, you from Australia? Like, wh- where are you from? And then I was just like, uh, Singapore. Holy shit, what? <laughs> you know, it's just blown away. The funny thing is, it's two Indian guys. Mm. Okay, one is Singaporean. One is Australian. Mm. Both speaking in an Aussie accent. <laughs> Mm. It, was a, it was a funny sort of dilemma for me And I really paused at that moment And go like Wow That's pretty cool Wait Am I supposed to be proud now That You know I have a good that, Aussie that accent have, That you have an Aussie accent Down Like do I Like do I Am I like Wow Am I like cool now Am I like You know I had a moment there I had a moment there You know And 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 I think I struggle with it quite a bit Sometimes mm. um, I do I do struggle with it quite a bit Sometimes But until Recent years Until mm. recent years I think I've sort of found A neutral accent Because I don't sit well With Singlish Because I'm not yeah. Chinese So yeah. A lot of things That I, I would never I feel like when I, when I speak Singlish I'm trying to speak it To a taxi driver Who is Chinese yeah. Or I'm yeah. speaking To the hawker auntie So that she mm. would Understand me You know mm. what I mean Like that's my, my My reason To want to speak Singlish Because yeah. I didn't learn Mandarin And if mm. I was to speak English the way I do, I will have a slight Indian accent. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt, I think after I went to India, I realized that it was, I felt like it was easier for me to connect 
with mm-hmm. them, accent wise and language wise. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel embarrassed to roll my R's. Mm. You know what I mean, and and have like certain pausing or like the, the way they speak is a little different as well. You know, yeah. I didn't feel awkward, and I think I discovered a sort of an identity that I could say is mine. Mm. You know, with the with with a slight Indian accent, I I then I realized I have a neutral accent now. So when I mean neutral, I mean it's neutral to me. It's not to you. It's neutral to me. Yeah. Like yeah. so you're it's, not trying it's, to skew in any sort yeah, of direction. You're exactly. just talking as yourself. Yeah, I'm talking as myself. Like I yeah. do have a, a slight Indian flexion because just 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 my language, you know. Mm. And and I speak English because I learned English in school. And yeah, I will throw a bit of last year and our last. Yeah, and like, and you grew up in Singapore. As and well, I grew so up in Singapore. Gonna, you know, that's going to shape how you say certain things. A- exactly. And I think I wouldn't have had that if I didn't have the exposure to what. Uh, Indian English person would sound like, yeah. You know, but I even reckon that you know, um, even with that, right? Um, if you spoke English, uh, well, you do speak English, but a, a native like you know from India speaking English would still sound different from you speaking English. 100%. Although, although you you speak Tamil, mm-hmm. um, again because Singapore, you know, we've got our own. It's 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 its own thing in tone, itself. Yeah, you know? our tones yeah. are a little different as well. Yeah, you know, while we it, it was the Queen's English that we sort of strove for, it, it's not quite that. And the reason why I bring that up is because I get you totally. Mm. Like me coming to um, me coming to Australia, I realized I couldn't speak the way we speak in Singapore because we speak very fast. Yeah. Right? So I had to slow down. Um, I had to slow down my speaking and I had to just make sure I was pronouncing everything properly, mm. you know, because mm. you can rush it, right, in in, in, um, in in Singapore. But I obviously slowed it down and I spoke a little bit more deliberately for mm. the sake of, you know, be, um, making sure that the other person could understand. And it was very funny because a lot of them, I wasn't, um, I wasn't putting on an accent. Mm. I was just slowing down my language and mm. being more careful with how I pronounced words. And a lot of my friends would just be like, you have a very British accent. And I'm like, but I don't. <laughs> like, I, I don't, you know, I don't have a British... I've never been to England. I don't have a British accent. Yeah, your England very good. But, but <laughs> you know, but they're like, no, no, but you do. And I'm like, okay, this is probably because, yes, we got, you know, we got taught like the Queen's mm. English in Singapore. Mm. Um, and because I'm taking the time to, to pronounce it, you know, and, and really make sure words sound right and slow down um, they thought that I had a very um, British accent mm. okay I've been living here now six years mm. there are certain words that yes you know because you spend so much time around Australians that like you're gonna pick up that Aussie slang and it comes mm. out every now and then mm. um, far now, out man yeah, yeah, you know, you know, like when I'm upset or something like that, you know, you hear me say certain things and you go, this bloody fuller, you know. Um, but for the most part, right, I haven't actually developed an Australian accent. Mm-hmm. There are certain words though, there are certain words and they come out every now and then and the longer I stay in Australia, the, the, the more it starts seeping in because when I go back to Singapore, they're like, you don't sound Singaporean anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean? I come here, they're like, you don't sound Aussie. So I'm just like... <laughs> I mean, this weird in between where, you know, my my language has been shaped by, like, two different cultures. Mm. Um, and um, so, I mean, this, like, weird in between, you know, where I'm like, what is my yeah. actual thing? Yeah. Um, okay. Now, but speaking on code switching, right? So, where you can tailor how you talk to different people. 
this is where there's this other thing right that mm. pisses me off all the time. Mm. People who have fucking fake accents. Mm-hmm. So get this right, like the number of people that I know who have come from Singapore and who have studied in Australia for be it one, two years, you know, mm-hmm. four years, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they go back to Singapore and suddenly they're talking with their Singaporean friends with this fucking Aussie accent mm. or British <laughs> accent or American accent. Mm. And I've met these fuckers like so many of them and it pisses me <laughs> off. Because for me, if I'm speaking to my Aussie friend, okay, I might have a slight leaning towards like, you know, yeah, um, you yeah. know, having that Aussie twang. Mm-hmm. And then if I'm speaking to my Singaporean friends, I very seamlessly switch back. Yeah. Okay. But mm. then these fellas, they do it like even when they're with me, you know, I'm like they're speaking with the Aussie slang. <laughs> And I'm like, and I always call them out because I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm not Australian. Like, speak to me normally. I know you were not born. You you were not born in Australia. You clearly didn't speak this way. Why have you picked it up? You know, why have you picked up that accent? So, this has always been a pet peeve of mine because I find it very fake. Mm -hmm. I'm like, for me, it's like, you must be fucking insecure. You must not be satisfied with yourself. There must be something that you think (laughs) is is you know is superior if you you know or, or, or brings you up if you can speak that way right yeah and i feel like in singapore again because we put white people on a pedestal you know if suddenly Agreed. you go back there and you start speaking with the angmo accent you know um you know uh you're suddenly viewed as oh my god this guy he's so polished you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's exotic polished polished indian boy yeah, where did you yeah, study? You know, like, Ooh, <laughs> yeah. you know huh. mm. very nice, <laughs> <laughs> very nice. <laughs> um, no, but like, um, what? Okay, I think okay, that's an interesting thing to to delve into as well, right? Like, um, I when I was younger, I remember mm. this very very clear incident where my coach, um, and and God bless this man because I love this man. This mm. this is the man that mentored me to be whoever I am today. This guy, he. He called me out on that once. Okay, yeah. so I, I, um, I had a, I had a, I had a, I had a white girlfriend. Okay, and um, you had several white girlfriends. Okay, this, I was having white girlfriend B. <laughs> well, anyway, I had a white girl. Yeah, and it's, that's a, that's an interesting thing to think about. You see, because it's a status thing when you're younger. Yeah. You 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 want these things. You you want the things to make you look good. You want the things that you perceive as higher value, you know, and it's just, and as once I remember, we, we went to Thailand, mm. we went to Thailand and, 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 and this coach is Indian, okay, mm. this coach is Indian and I speak to him like I speak to you right now, okay, yeah. I, I, this is how I always talk to him and yeah. yeah, we'll have a bit of, you know, Lars uh, and all that, so he's, yeah. he's very similar in that sense, mm. but I don't know why, this one day I woke up and I had an accent. I had a full-blown accent. And I was going around with a full-blown accent. And for the life of me, I don't know why. Until he was like, why are you, why are you talking like that? Mm. And I was like, what, what do you mean? Yeah, no, no, why, do you, why do you sound like this? This is not you. Just be yourself. You stop being this. It's annoying the shit out of me. Then I'm just like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, because you're young, right? And then you get this yeah. older guy that takes you to Thailand to like, show you the fucking world. And then you're being a little bit of a dick. And then I always remembered to, to, to not do that at a very young mm. age. Mm. But I asked myself this as well, right? Why did I do that? And I always ask myself this because when I was, when I was like, I, had a, had a, I stayed in Europe for a long while with this girlfriend of mine. And yep. uh, when I came back, 
I refused to speak in Singlish. I mm. fucking refused, and I, I, I haven't really um thought about it, thought about why I refused. But I guess this is a good time to think about it because since mm. you know I'm a living subject of this topic at this point, like. Mm. Obviously, I was a lot younger as well, and 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 not a, a little less informed, well informed than I am today. But mm. I, I had, I did have an accent, but mm. I refused to say a single word of la. I refused it. Like I just didn't want it. And I guess now, looking at it retrospect, is that I, I just rejected Singaporean society mm. because I didn't want to be a part of it. Because when I was in Europe, I was very happy. I was not. I didn't feel weird. I feel like okay, this is the kind of one. The weather was very good, so I preferred the weather over there. <laughs> and 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 the people were a lot more welcoming. People were a lot more warm. You know, mm. like I was walking down the street. You have to understand, I'm walking down a street that doesn't see as many you know brown people. This particular yeah. area that I was in, and this is in the Netherlands. And mm. I remember walking down with a hoodie, you know, a red hoodie, <laughs> mm. pulling a, a, you know, a fucking big ass luggage down the street. It looks fucking conspicuous, lah. It was damn mm. cold. It was fucking cold. So you know, you can imagine me like looking yeah, like a fucking yeah. crack addict, right? Yeah. But like this, and this is, is uh, I landed like seven a.m. in the morning, and I was yeah. you know trying to find my way around. And mm. man, people on the street just didn't. I mean, maybe no, they nobody uh, bat an eyelid, right? Like yeah, man, everybody was no. just like, "Yep, yeah, cool." And like you know, some some people even coming out of their houses go like, "Oh, good morning," like yeah. they know I'm foreign, so they speak mm. in my they try and speak in English in a way that may possibly yeah. I would understand English because he looks like yeah he doesn't look like he speaks fucking Dutch. So yeah, let's mm. let's just say good morning to him, you know. And, mm. and I was like, "Yeah, good morning." I was like, mm. I was fucking shocked. Because nobody in fucking Singapore says that shit to you when you walk out of your house. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. like you take the bus and everyone's like, Kan nina tau chi ba my everyone's life is just, fucked up. Everyone's just grumpy, right? Everyone's, everyone's just, just grumpy, grumpy as staring. flying fucking grumpy. You touch them a little bit. You know, you get nudged you, in the train. You, everyone's you, just, you, smile, you smile at them, they think you was siao. Uh, it's for crazy or what? <laughs> I remember crossing the road, no? Um, <laughs> uh, you know, like zebra crossing in front of my house, right? Yeah. And... Um, so I'll just be like, because the cars are going to stop for you. So I just like wave, you know, like, just yeah. like, hey, thanks. Yeah. You know, um, thanks for stopping, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and yeah, I just yeah. walk. And then I see, like, I, I completely stopped doing it after a while. Because I'm like, man, the stares that I would get from the people driving, right? They're like, what, this fella siaw, why he waving at me for? I know his father. <laughs> but, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm just saying thank you, man. Like, this is yeah. just how I was brought up, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Whereas here, here, it's funny, here in Australia, like, a lot of the stuff that my, my dad taught me growing up, you know, being polite and saying hi and greeting people and all that stuff like it's so commonplace here you know you're yeah. like some random stranger from my neighbor who walks past me as you were walk, walking in the park he's like good day mate you know yeah. like you yeah. know, just, it's, 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 it's nice. not gonna take anything out of your fucking day to greet someone yeah right? dude yeah, 100% 100% and that's that's like the and then when I came back right when I had to come back because um, I really didn't want to come back so I had to, when I had to come back I had like massive withdrawal symptoms man because yeah. just just you just don't feel home you know you don't feel at home you don't feel like you belong and like you know i had issues with my mom because my mom um you know could felt that i was being very um because i i i, I can speak very well so my mom can't mm. obviously because you know i studied more than her la, you know it's, mm. it's it's just a matter of fact you know she mm. she had to struggle hard enough to put me in school right so it's yeah, the byproduct yeah. of it la, you know what i mean so i i speak well so mm. 
she couldn't handle it. And I remember she, and I was quite disappointed when she told me off as well. She was like, say, say you, are, you are an Indian person, okay? Mm. You stop behaving like a white person. And I'm just mm. like, oh, wow, that was intense. You know, but like, I really didn't feel like I was behaving like a white person. Mm. Okay, so I've always had that issue. Always had that issue of like, okay, why is this wrong? And why do I do it? You know, so there are a couple of reasons that, you know, this could happen, right? One, obviously, you know, you, like you said, you feel superior, you know, mm. right? When we, and it is true because when I speak with a particular accent, suddenly I'm valued differently. It's, mm. okay, see, I'm Indian, so I'm on the lower, lower end spectrum of, of respect in this country sometimes. Yeah. So if I, if I was to sound Indian, they would be like, oh, it's fuck all fella. You know? so, even, so you're going to get even more marginalized, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, so, we spoke about this in the, the episodes on racism where like, you really feel like, you know, like because you're Indian, you can't be yourself. So yeah, so you're on like that lower echelon of society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in order to elevate yourself, right? Yeah, maybe, right? And then I think when I, when I speak with an accent or, mm. or rather when I speak like, really, you, you see, you speak, you speak an American accent. You see, you think about it, right? Think about it. I, mm. Let's just play this up, okay? I'm, we might be mm. wrong, but for mm. ourselves, for you and I, Mm. You hear the Queen's English. Mm. Okay, you hear someone speaking proper fucking UK English. Mm. Okay, and then you hear an American English. Who would yeah. you ask yourself now? Okay? Who would you who would you put higher? Yeah, yeah, hand on heart. I I'll probably go with the, you know, with the uh, UK. Right? And then, so yeah, that's like the like Queen, that, Queen's English, yeah. yeah. The Queen's English, right? So there's this mm. like, it's so strange, it is in us that we yeah. see that. We see like the mm. Queen's English. So I would always speak in a very proper, as proper as proper possible British mm. English when I go mm. for certain So you would, have, you would have that British accent though, right? Like right. you would yeah. try and put on the British accent. Yeah, you would accent, try to okay. put it on because when you put it on, suddenly you look that differently. Suddenly, mm. like, the Chinese person looks at you and goes, like, oh my God, mm. fuck me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but there is you're you're right though because I remember reading reading this article where there is this um there's this thing I can't remember if this is the correct term but I think it's like perceived linguistic superiority. Mm. So you know, like somebody I'm going to use a Chinese person okay. So let's say a Chinese person who goes to like Australia, um you know the the they want to pick up that Australian accent mm. and you know because it's viewed as like okay this is superior not. All Chinese are like that. I'm, I'm talking about like maybe a Chinese Singaporean because mm. I've seen like the China Chinese, they don't give a fuck, you know, about how, like, how <laughs> they, they sound. They, how they, they, they feel like they're superior, so it's okay. Yeah, you know, so for, but maybe for like Singaporeans, you know, and maybe not just Chinese, okay, because I, I guess I've seen a whole bunch of people do this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Malays and Indians as well, mm-hmm. um, you know, so they, they hear this accent and they're like, oh my God, you know, like, I want to sound like that because that sounds cool. That sounds different, you know. And if I mm. speak to my friends like that, like I have this certain, you know, like like people look at me differently now that I talk this way. Yeah, so that that it 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 must be this perceived again, this perceived linguistic or or or, or yeah, perceived linguistic um, superiority superiority where you know that that language is perceived by a certain race that you know this is better and it's desirable because yeah. those same people, I'm pretty sure, if they went and did a stint in um you know maybe like china or or india i'm not going to come back with that chinese or indian um you know accent. that is an interesting thing you yeah know? 
but but that being said as well, right? So okay, I hate it when um I hate it when people sort of don't um like code switch back. So like mm. if you're talking to your Singaporean friend, sound like a Singaporean. If you're talking to an Aussie friend, sound like an Aussie. Mm-hmm. Don't try and take the Aussie accent and then speak to all your friends with an Aussie accent when you've only spent four years in Australia, okay? Because fuck you. Yeah. Like, I've spent six years in Australia. I still don't sound like Australian yeah. because I'm not trying to. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not trying to sound like them. I don't think there's any difference. What I do realize I do do is that depending on who I'm talking to, yeah. and this can be anyone. So if I'm talking to like a Scottish guy or if I'm mm. talking to a Thai person or like mm. a Bangladeshi mm. or like someone who's Chinese or Hokkien, mm. I try and mimic how they sound and yeah. I try to talk like them. Agreed. So I do that all the time. And I realize this, I'm like, it's almost like I'm a, I'm a chameleon. Like I, mm. But I don't do it on purpose. Um, because I one day I just sat down and I was like, why the fuck? Like, what am I doing? Mm. You know, I don't mm. do it on purpose. I just do it. Um, and I realized it's that thing mm. where, um, so they were talking about communication and how mm. when people are communicating, they perceive you as more favorable or they're more likely to listen and engage with you yeah. if both of you are similar in the way that you communicate or are using certain yeah, mannerisms. Yeah, 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 yeah. And maybe maybe it's a function of me in counseling or therapy and stuff like that where I tend to do that to make the client feel a little bit more comfortable. But I also do that very much in real life. So I sort of mirror how they pronounce certain words or mirror, but I don't do it consciously. Right. Interesting. You know, so it's like a, a subconscious mirroring because it's not uh it's it's no longer uh whether the you know, I perceive the language as being superior or not. Maybe it's just that I want to connect with them a little bit more. So yeah. I subconsciously start mirroring them. Yeah, yeah. That's that's really that's really interesting though because I think I do that too, and mm. and, and 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 my partner does it as well. Like in the in the recent times when we went to Thailand, yeah, uh, we yeah yeah. You know, like you're talking and you're talking to them, and you suddenly start taking on their mannerisms, right? Yeah, yeah. I do that in Jap. Okay, I did that a lot in, with the Japanese people because mm. it is very hard for them to understand me if I don't. Mm try to speak in their intonation. I think that's mm. the thing, right? We're trying to sound, we're trying to skew English in a way that they could potentially yeah, yeah, understand we, us we better. Sort of in, we, we sort of intonate it differently almost to try and mimic how we think they would be intonating it so that they understand it a bit better. You're right, you're right. That's yeah. the word intonation. Like, um, I mean, if you were speaking to a Thai guy, we'd probably, we'd probably pull out the sentences a lot more, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out a phrase that we could say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's, 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 I guess it's hard to do in the moment when you don't have Yeah, I don't know, but anyway, but it just comes out quite, quite naturally, I think. And, yeah. and you just have to spend like a little bit of time in there. And I don't yeah. think everyone is able to do that. I think, I think if you feel that, mm, let's just give this person a benefit of a doubt, lah, okay? Let's say you don't, it's not about being superior. See, someone who wants to, who wants to code switch in any place, even yeah. it's, in a, it's in a place where one might not consider as a superior language form, then yeah. I think it's more of like trying to make communication easy for the other person. So you are trying... I wonder trying, whether it has to do with empathy. Sorry, I jumped in there, but I was just thinking, I wonder whether it has to do with empathy though. I think it is. I think it is. I think... Especially, I mean, like, there's, you know, if you go to Thailand, mm. right, there is no, there's no superiority in you trying to sound like them. Mm. It, it, it makes no sense, right? Oh, I want to be superior, so I want to sound like you. No, you're just going to mm. sound like everybody else. 
you know. Yeah. So I guess it's a sense of empathy, right? You're trying to like make it easier for them because mm. you understand that it is harder for them to speak your language. So you yeah. might you you feel like okay, I wanna I wanna try and make it easy for them to understand me because I can't yeah. speak their language. So you're mm. trying to meet on a middle ground, in some sense, you know. So I guess in that sense, code switching is extremely beneficial and it is extremely good. I think. Yeah, yeah. But to go to like what you said just now was really interesting though like would a Chinese person let's say going to India pick up an Indian accent when he comes back you know what I mean like yeah, yeah. I have or, or, seen or anyone anyone for that matter anyone like, like okay, know, yeah. Where, where, yeah, yeah. yeah anyone right okay like, actually you know what let's not even talk about Chinese people let's talk about white people let's talk about a, 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 an American person going to India and he has to work there for the next 10 bloody years let's just say would he pick up an Indian accent. I we we but we'd have to understand the culture and what he'd view as a more superior. So maybe if he went to he went to UK, he might want to pick up the the UK accent mm. because he perceives that as being superior. Mm. But then maybe if he went to India, he wouldn't because he does not perceive that as being superior. Mm. You know. So that I think that would be that would be the argument, right? Yeah. Um. So I guess I guess going back to our thing, my issue is with people who cannot code switch depending on who they're talking to, mm. and who are putting up like a fake front. Mm. You know, if you're picking up an accent solely for the reason of coming back to Singapore and sounding like, "Hey, I studied overseas," then, <laughs> like, man, you got some issues, man. <laughs> like, but I don't think it's about that. I don't think that they cannot code switch. Is they don't want to. Yeah, so, they don't want to code switch. They so don't there are individuals. I think with accents, there are, there are two individuals, right? One is mm. obviously people who are trying mm. to find middle ground. Mm. You know, communicating with someone, trying to create an ease of communication. Another yep. one who just wants superiority. So it's yep. just... Or they might be insecure. Well, well, yeah. I mean, if you're trying to inculcate some form of superiority with your language or your accent, then you are insecure. Mm. You are, you are mm. insecure about where you come from, about your culture, mm. about your history, about your ability to, to use the English language to your benefit as opposed yep. to, you know, um, trying to make yourself sound like something else. You know? Yeah. And and speaking about that as well, right? Because obviously both of us, you know, are interested in music and do music. Mm. Like, you know, when you listen to, to rappers, mm. there's a bunch of Asian rappers that try and rap with either the black sort mm. of accent, you know. Mm. 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 Um, but why? You know, like, just rap in your own accent. Like, there are... If you listen to, like, if you listen to rap from all these other countries as well, they rap in their own accent. They don't try and sound black. They don't try and sound... Um, you know, they don't try and sound anything other than what they're not because again there's that perception right that rap sounds only nice if you do it with a black accent but mm. then you look at like Arabic rap you look at Korean rap you look at like even Hokkien rap in Singapore man or yeah but that's in a language rap. okay like that's an important yeah. discussion to bring up because I rap right and I do mm. and I do have I do take I do skew the words that sound will sound more like a, like an American person or more like a black American person rapping mm. And also, I don't know, maybe because I'm exposed to more of that. I, like, if mm. I was to listen to a lot of grime, you know, mm. a lot of, like, UK... Then you're going to pick up the UK I'm sort probably going to pick up the UK sound, mm. you know, of some sense, because that's how I recognize it to be, you know, mm. uh, rap in some sense. You see, but if it's a language, now, if I was to, have to, if I was to rap in Tamil, mm. then, fuck, I cannot sound... I cannot fucking like sound. Uh, uh, there's no way you can sound like a black American person. Why? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, but sometimes people do. You see, so like I'm thinking of this band. Um, uh, I think it was called Bloody. Was it Bloody Wood? That that 
it's like a play on the word Bollywood. So it's like an Indian metal band, mm. and uh, they're, they're fantastic. They're actually mm. so good. Mm. Um, but the guy who raps, right? So I'm thinking about him. The guy who raps. So there's two vocalists: one that does the growly vocals, and another one that raps. Mm. The guy who raps mm. keeps trying to rap with an American accent, but it's very forced and it's ah, very unnatural. I right. wish he would just rap in English but rap in his own native accent I think it would sound so much better so that mm-hmm. like, he comes to mind when I'm thinking of that that's why I brought up sort of rap and and I don't know maybe again he's he's using that as a reference mm. or, or maybe he might think that you know it, it'll sound nicer if I rap it that way as opposed to me rapping English in my own native tongue but I feel like rap is one of those things where the attitude needs to come across yeah. and for the attitude yeah. to come across it needs to be real Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess if what you're saying is not, um, I guess you know, from a rapper's point of view, if you're gonna rap and you don't have your your attitude or you don't have the weight of the words you are saying in check, um, mm. you see, if you're trying to focus on getting the accent first, then mm. you're obviously not gonna get the emotions out, lah. Mm. It's just what it is. But with that said. I mean, for me, because, see, rap is a play on words. It's a play on the English language, right? And obviously, mm. if you don't use the English language if, as a medium, if you're using whatever language you're using, like, say, Tamil or, or Mandarin, it's, mm. it's a play of words. And mm. you also have to understand that even in rap music in America or in, in the UK, certain words are construed to sound right because it needs to fit the rhyme scheme. You know mm. what I mean? So... When you when like like Eminem does this, like a lot of people like if you see Eminem interviews, he he talks about that where you know he speaks about how people say you cannot uh, rhyme with orange, hmm. but I, he can construe words to sound like orange. Yeah, yeah, but you can play with you can play with those words without having those accents though, because like. Like you know, with the with the Aussie accent, like um, some of my friends who rap, right? Like they do the same thing where they have to play with how certain words are pronounced to make it fit with their rhymes. Yeah. And but they don't suddenly flip from having an Aussie accent to having an American accent. They still do it all in their Aussie accent. Right. And then if you look at like um, so there's this other band that's, that's a rap group that's quite big now, which is called One Four. So they mm. do um, I can't even remember what the genre is actually now. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's it's a type of rap drill. That's mm. what they call it, drill rap. Mm. Okay, so drill and and they they a lot of them they're all islanders. They have their own style as well, mm. where it's a mishmash of Aussie mm. and their own islander sort of um, you mm. know way of pronouncing and saying things. Mm. You know, so I feel like yeah, you want you, you want to change the inflection so it can fit, but you don't have to put on a fake accent to do it. Is what I'm saying. Mm. Mm. You know, just do it in your own accent, the accent that you're comfortable with. Because, like, I remember just seeing, like, you know, rappers, like, young rappers in Singapore as well, mm. and they would be rapping like a black guy. Like, it would be it would be flawless. Like, they'd sound like a black guy. But I'm like, you didn't grow up in the Bronx. You, you have never stepped foot in... You never stepped foot in America. Yeah. Why are you trying to sound like something that you have no actual life experience? Mm. Um, it, it's not natural. You yeah, know, I mean, I mean, that's that's there's there are a couple of arguments to that, right? One mm. is, I mean, when you sing a song, you you are going to, you know, have an intonation that is palatable, and your mm. vision of what is palatable is going to lean either to the UK English or to the American English, depending on what song you're listening to, right? Yeah, I see where I see where you're going. You know what I mean? That. You're yep, not yep. going to mm. lean towards the Indian English. 
If you unless you're singing an Indian song, ah. Yeah, lah. Unless you are singing yeah, an Indian yeah. song, right? But yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing, right? I mean, like, remember, mm. remember, there was a time where everybody um did someone did a um you know a, a Linkin Park uh, Indian Indian English version version. Yeah. Okay, let's just say this guy. Okay, mm. he's from India and he and he speaks, you know, uh, the English language with a particular accent, with an Indian yeah. accent, yeah. and he decides, you know what, I'm going to sing it in my own accent. Mm. I try so hard when it got so far. True, true, but see, that's that that's that's a that's a cover though. So he's doing a cover, so he has to sing it in that. But if you're doing an original, yeah, if you're doing an original, then you shouldn't have to sound like a a black person because then imagine it, right? Like Korean rap mm. would sound black, like French rap would sound black, mm. um, like you know, like black American. Yeah, but that's like, a language, know. bro. See, it's is it Korean language. It's mm. it's I'm on a I'm already on a different base. My base is different. See, if mm. I was to rap but, okay, in Tamil, but, but you look at okay, you look at um okay. So let's say we're taking English right as mm. the language. Aussie rap sounds different from, um from American rap. Like the Aussie rappers don't try and sound American. They just try and sound Aussie. Mm, mm. You know, same thing for the like you know the the Islanders. They just try and sound like themselves. Mm. You know, um and then you look at like the UK. You know the UK rappers; they don't put on an American accent. So yeah, what yeah. I'm saying is, why is a Singaporean guy who is rapping? Why is he trying to sound like a fucking American? Like he shouldn't. Like I get it. If you're doing a cover, if you're doing a cover of Eminem, yeah. Like by all means, you yeah. have to sound like that. You know, but if you're doing your own shit, why are you putting on an accent that isn't yours? Mm. I think I think the thing here is that because we don't have a fixed accent in Singapore. You see, mm. if it's a UK thing, you have a UK accent. It's fixed. This is how it is, right? If you're an American accent, you have an American accent. It's fixed. It's pretty fixed and it's popular. So but I just guess, be yourself. I my, what I'm saying is just be yourself. Just rap or just sing or whatever. Right? If you're doing originals, right? Do it in your own voice. Be comfortable. I guess with your you know voice. you're trying to get popular, right? And you're trying to. I'm just trying to see how lah. You see, mm. I, I think I guess you want it to be. You want it to be recognized by the masses, and the masses yeah. listen to predominantly hip hop from from the US, right? You yeah, know, yeah. especially in Singapore, especially in Asian market, it's predominantly US rap. Mm. You know, mm. like I I listen to a lot of a lot of UK rap as well, and I notice mm. that you know the style has to be different. You are correct. Mm. Like maybe we are not there yet. Maybe we are not there yet at discovering a particular tone. You know, mm. or a particular English tone that we can but say maybe, that. Maybe you don't have to. Maybe you just have to be comfortable with yourself. Because I'm thinking back to this, um, um, you know, this this young lady that I was working with, and she was writing raps, and she's really talented. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and she kept trying to sing it in a, a Jamaican accent. <laughs> you know, a Jamaican accent, and she could pull it off. Mm. Like she could pull it off. She could sell the look and everything. Mm. But then one day, I just sat her down, and I'm like, Why aren't you just not doing it in your own voice? You don't talk like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. don't talk like that. Why do you not? Um, and she was just, I don't know. It just sounds cool, you know. If I do it this way, True. like you know, I was just thought, you know, I might sell it that way. And I'm like, have you ever tried doing it in your own voice? She's like, no, I don't really like my own voice. And then she tried it in her own voice, and then she was like, you know what? Actually, this isn't half bad. Maybe I could, you know, maybe I should just use my own voice and and rap in it rather yeah. than trying to put something else that I think will be more acceptable or more palatable there are some people like I know this guy this other rapper his name is Grizzly and like he 
like if you go and listen to him man he's got a weird style mm. and like he doesn't talk like how he raps at all but his style is like it's so out of this world um that for him is it's just this persona that he puts on as a performer mm. you know i i know you like rap so go and check him out his name is grizzly mm. um and and again i would just say uh, you know going back to that whole thing where we're talking about like um you know putting on fake accents and stuff like mm. that right like be be comfortable with your craft. Be comfortable with yourself to just do it in your own voice. Mm. You know, you might have to change the inflection a little bit. You might mm. have to polish it up. Mm. Some of it might have to, you know, be a bit more um, gangster or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or, but it's or in the attitude, right? Yeah. You know, but just like stay true to who you are. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess that makes sense. I think that's a good that's a good way to like explain that. I think for me. Um, when I when I when I write it, um, of course, it took me a long while for me mm. to come to a point to sort of I can that I would say that okay, I accept my accent at this point, and mm. I can I can rap the way I sort of speak, you know. And I understand why it's so hard though for mm. like Singaporeans because our music scene is so shit, right? <laughs> that you don't actually have other. Um, yes, we blame you, the music scene is shit, <laughs> you know. But there, there's no other people to sort of role model yourself of. Yeah, like, we've never heard what the Singaporean accent just sounds like as a Singaporean accent in rap. Yeah, you know, or yeah, yeah, in yeah. songs, or you know, stuff like that. Like we're always trying to put on a fake fucking accent when we sing, you know, when we rap because like we've been just fed all this Western media all the time, mm. and our own local art scene hasn't had a chance to grow up. Mm. So everybody is trying to sound like everybody else, yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. But everybody else, in terms of like all these American, you know, Americans that they see, so they try and copy that. Mm. But if we actually had like a booming art scene, maybe we didn't, we wouldn't have to put on those fake accents when we write our songs. Yeah, I guess so. You know, I mean, like let's just use this as like um, use UK as an example, right? Because mm. UK UK hip hop was not as popular for a long time, you know. Like, but the interesting thing about that is that they. While initially they tried copying um, the U.S. style of pronunciation and rap and hip-hop and all that kind of stuff, eventually they were like, you know what, fuck this, this shit. I'm going to sound like myself. I, I don't mm. speak like that. Why the fuck do I sound like that? So yeah. they created something for themselves. You know, and then Grime was born. Like, in some sense, like, you know, UK, UK rap mm. was born. And it has its own unique sort of sound. You know? mm. And they have to build the music around that sound. You know, you can't just be using this, a similar tone of, of music that works in the US and try to put it into the, the UK's accent. Because certain yeah. words that they use is also very different. And, mm. and the pronunciation is also very dis- different. It's not rounded. It's very ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. Because it's just... The English accent is very clean. It's very yeah. clean. It's very polished in some sense. So yeah. even if they have their own little street accents, it is still very polished. And... and mm. And in that sense, that music also has to be very different, you know. So then they, it took them a, took them some time to sort of come mm. to this and say this is the UK style of rap. And and because yeah. and also because it, you you could be very wealthy, famous, and everything as a rap star in the UK doing that, that yeah. you didn't have to pretend to be an American. Or pretend to put up an American accent, right? You see, that's yeah, the thing. You yeah. don't have that in Singapore. You don't have a scene. You don't have a scene that's going to, to, to make you wealthy. 
you know, yeah, or, or, yeah. Or, or allow you to be sustaining as a musician for a long time. No, a lot of musicians still do a lot of other work just to survive. Yeah. And in yeah, that so sense, you have to be palatable. Correct. To the you have so, to sound. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It, yeah, you know what? It is hard. In that sense, they're really trying their best to sort of, you know, get some attention, right? Like, hey, mm. come on, you know. I mean, there's also there's so very little. I mean, okay, in the, in, in in the recent years, there's a lot of support in the local scene. It's a bit different. Yeah. It's not the, the support is also a little different. It, it now it now it crosses genres, which is really amazing to see. Mm. We have really evolved um, the music scene in Singapore, but. Not enough. <laughs> it's yeah, not definitely enough. not enough. Yeah. So not enough to say like, hey, this is a Singapore brand. This is a Singapore mm. style. You know, this is the Southeast Asian rap style. Okay, this mm. is how we speak. This is how we're going to mm. sound. You know, this is our tone. And I, honestly, dude, I struggle with it. Like, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, hence I have not put out a lot of shit. Like, I put out two tracks and I was so fucking disappointed with the second track that I felt mm. like, you know, I needed that element. I needed that element of to say that this is Southeast Asian rap. You know what I mean? Mm, like, mm. I remember even going up to, when people ask me, like, what, what is it that I want to I do with rap music? Like, you know, why are you so, why are you going back and forth with it? It's because of this. Because I struggle with trying to put in a bit of my culture in it. Because I yeah. don't want to, I don't want to like, you see, it is, it is a borrowed art form. Whatever yeah. it is, I cannot say, I cannot say it's my art form. It's not. Mm. It was created by American black people. It's just, mm. it's their art form. It's theirs. It's 100% theirs. So, how do we make it ours? You see, the Japanese did this fucking well. They have mm. a particular sound. Japanese hip-hop has a sound. In Asia, they were the first to sort of like create a particular Japanese rap scene and a Japanese mm. rap sound. You know, the instruments that were used were very uniquely Japanese because they have a tone they have a particular mm. tone that, that fits their language just like how now the Korean rap scene also has a similar kind of thing they're, and they are different you know yeah, yeah. they have oriental tones but their tones are also slightly different just like mm. if you have a rap artist from India he will have a different sound Yeah, you know and that's yeah. the thing right you see but being in Singapore you're an amalgamation of all these things you yeah, just don't know yeah. what the fuck is your sound yeah, yeah. It's hard to find a template. It's hard to right? find a template, right? No one has a fucking template. You go to Thailand, there's Thai rap. You know, mm. that there, there's Thai rock that sounds Thai. It's yeah. damn Thai, yeah. but it's damn good. It's damn yeah. good, but it's Thai. Yeah. What is? Singa- yeah, that's true. That's what true. can you say is a Singaporean um, sound? It's hard. You see, because there are a lot of people, right? Even the famous ones that came and came and went as well. They tried mm. their best, dude. They. You you just you 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 end up sounding cheap. Mm, when you try and sound true. Yeah, so I think I think a lot of us are still trying to figure out how we can sound good, how how we can be palatable to the masses, while mm. still sort of like holding on to our culture in some sense. You know what I mean? And I think that's especially for rap, right? Because rap is is about you. It's about your struggles. It's about you, your life, you, 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 your your situation or your whatever that you're going through, and. Mm. Yeah, it makes sense. But one thing, obviously, I'm, I mean, this is a bit going off from the accent point is when like you start talking about I'm going to pop your head. I'm going to pop your ass, you <laughs> motherfucker. You know, that kind of shit. Like, hey, bro, hold up, bro. Where are you going to buy the popping gun? Huh? Where, you, where are you going to find the molly? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now we're getting into content already. Right? Yeah, you, you know what yeah, I mean? So you, then, see, you see this everywhere. Uh, but you see this everywhere. Uh, yeah. So when there are individuals who like 
who one okay fine the accent thing okay fine we, it's arguable but if yeah, your content the content the content is also far fetched yeah. like come the fuck down like let's yeah. not stop let's stop talking about click clack let's blow someone's brains you know like bro <laughs> yeah. have you held a fucking gun some of you have not even been to NS and if you think yeah. the NS is the holding gun that you're holding please stop really <laughs> really you go to you go to the US that yeah, shit but- happens every day Day, day, every fucking day, every yeah. every other hour, some motherfuckers dying. You know, what I mean, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. we can't so, compare our lifestyles to them. I think I think our gangster would be studying for like you know O levels, all the books piled up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have lah, hey, dude. You know, like I mean, yeah, we do, we do have, we do have that 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 other side where it is it is really rough. I mean, like okay, you go and say I'll take the parang and come after you or some shit. Okay, yeah. oh, uh, uh, yeah, believable yeah. in some sense. You know what I mean. You know, but yeah, yeah. we are, we, we, it's, it's, a, it's a struggle. It's a struggle when it is not, it's not actually your main language. Mm, you see, true, true. it would have been way better if, if let's say you, you, you and I were in India and then we decided to do rap or you decided to do rock. And then mm. you just sounded like yourself. You, you, you sang in Hindi, I sang in Tamil. It'll just be, mm. it'll be okay. We'll find yeah. elements to make it sound right. You yeah, know, like yeah, I, yeah. I, I, and I, and I, and I have listened to a lot of ethnic rap that is yeah. very unique. But it's so mm. hard to, to create a. I don't know, man. But see, Malays it's, do it damn well, as it's well. It's amalgamation, right? Yeah. yeah, Malays have it when they rap yeah. in Malay. There's a particular Malay tone, and they choose particular beats to fit it. And they, yeah, but that, but that's the whole thing. You see, like learning how to be comfortable with that. Yeah, and I guess it's because they are rapping in Malay yeah. as opposed to rapping in English. Correct. Then you know you have. All the complexity of like, but my English is shaped by all these other things, right? Yeah, yeah. So like language, language, you know, um, just to sort of wrap up, you know, everything. It's it's so much more complex than we think, you know, and it's so much more complex when it comes, you know, coming from a country like Singapore where we are this mishmash of different races. Uh, that have gone through, you know, period of colonization. Yeah. You know, rapid westernization. Yeah. Like there's certain words that we pronounce like Americans, and there's certain words that we pronounce like the British. You know, like our language is so complex, and it goes more than just the words. Yeah. You know how we say it, how, you know the 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 sound, the accents behind everything, and and how it's so much of a mishmash. Yeah. And. I don't know. It's a it's a monster of a topic to think about. And I'm glad that we sat down and you know <laughs> tried to dissect it because I never looked at it that way. I was just like, for me, it's always the Queen's English, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess in that sense, right? I mean, you know, we should never ever think about cancelling shit, lah. I guess mm. the only time except Siasha, lah. Siasha should be cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I tell you, let's not even go there, man. We had like five episodes of racism. I'm tired, lah. I just don't want. <laughs> but, but I guess I guess I think I think it's important for us to understand, right? That with accent, I I think what you should ask yourself as an individual: Are you trying to feel superior? If you are, then I think you really need to think about where you at in your life and why you're doing this to yourself. Or do you feel comfortable in your own skin? Because sometimes it's not about people wanting to be superior. Some of them want to feel superior, but some of them maybe just don't feel comfortable, you know? Like yeah. like you said, like, you know, being being Indian in Singapore, like, man, you know, I'm already on the lowest rung, mm. you know. Maybe if I can sound this way, they'll sort of bump me up, you know. Mm. So Yeah, man, and, and I guess I guess we should remind everybody that content is more important 
than how it sounds. Just be comfortable with who you are. If you are unhappy about your position in life, then you need to ask yourself, what's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I'm just going to sum it up. So, you know, if, if you've gone to, you know, if you've gone overseas for two weeks, two years <laughs> or four years, and you come back with an accent, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. All right, guys. You know, I hope, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this, this week's episode of Thinking of Thumbies. My name is Gustavo Spencer And Joshua Nevis. Out! Thank you guys. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Thinking with Thumbies. We drop a new episode every Sunday, so do subscribe to us with your preferred podcast platform. And stay updated with us on Instagram at Thinking with Thumbies. And if you have any feedback, questions, or want to share something interesting, please email us at thinkthumby at gmail.com or drop us a DM on Instagram. Until next time, Thumbies out!